Alright, Erev Tov, we are beginning now the 18th chapter, which completes this little section of five chapters. We're going to look at three more words and how the Rambam is going to explain this. If you recall, we had a while ago three different words for seeing, if you remember. And he explained how they had different meanings and, and what seeing means when it applies to Hashem. So we're going to have now another three words as well. We have karov, which is to come near. Venagosh, which is like to approach. And venagoa, and to touch. Those are three words. Ela hashloshashemos, these three words, klomar, kriva, coming close, coming near. Unigia, and touching. Unigisha and approaching. You are pa'amim le'inyan hamaga v'hakeru v'amakom. Sometimes it will be discussing an idea of contact or nearness of place. That's one of them. And that's a very physical and spatial way of looking at those words. Upa'amim yiyu le'inyan hidavek hamada kiyadua. And sometimes it'll be talking about when a person is uh, approaching some intellectual, comes to an intellectual understanding of it. And it appears to be like two physical things uh, touching each other, but we'll see not exactly like that. We'll see what he means by that. Okay. So we have three types of discussing an approach spatially, which is excuse, excuse, you know, generally we'll see, but that is physical coming together. And then we got something that more is of an intellectual approach and coming close. So I'm just going to give examples of these. Amnam, where are we? Omnam, Inyan Kriva Harishon, the first type of approaching, Hua Kriva Bamakom. It's approaching in space. And for example, it says, when Moshe was going to come down right at the sin of the golden calf, it says, Kashir Korav El Hamachana, as Moshe approached the camp. Okay, so that's approaching from, you know, a distance. Uparo he kriv. Hashem brought himself closer to the Jews because he was chasing after them when they left Egypt. So that is korav, and that is in regard to a spatial understanding. Vahanigia, touching. Inyana harishon, the first way of understanding that is nigias geshem begeshem. Two physical things come in contact with it is, such as vatagal raglav, he came in tact with his feet, or Vayiga uh, Alpiv, uh, or he came in contact to his mouth. Okay, so that's a physical way of actually touching. Vinyan Nigisha, we talk about Nigisha, Harisha, the first type of Nigisha is Bo Ish El Ish, Vehis No Ao I Love, where one person comes to another and is, um, is, uh, coming towards him, so to speak, approaching him, moving towards him, 
moving to him. It says, Vayigash Elav Yehuda. And Yehuda approached him. Okay, so you've got the, all this. Ve'inyan Elu Shlosha Hashemos. And now we're going to take these three and go the other way. So we got these three. Now, exactly what's the difference between them? Well, obviously, uh, Noga is to come in contact. That's the closest approach. It's not clear, you know, with Karov and Nagosh, um, it's uh, a little bit more challenging, where Nagosh is exclusively used when a human comes close. If you see, the Nagisha was, Vayigash Elov Yehuda. Yehuda, that's only said by a person. While Karov could be a person and not a person. So that's uh, one way of looking at that. So, so if they're pretty similar, Karov is, uh, well, that's the best way to define that. But either way, those are three ways understood in a physical way. Okay? I think Karov is more like you're bringing a person to, to you. Not necessarily you can come to him. A person came over, came, Paro was he grieved. He's going towards, he's coming close to the Jews. He's coming, right? That's, you have ex- And Moshe came close to the camp. He's, what? Well, no, because there's other examples of Karov that are not with people. It could be with inanimate objects. Can be close, but Vayigash is always a human being coming close. That's one subtle difference. Okay, um, I mean, obviously there there are things you know you're you're you can maybe starting to come close and then you're getting closer, but that's just very splitting hairs. But that's not the main idea here. The main idea is the next three because these are the ones because these are uh, the next three are ones used for Hashem. Now we know Hashem can't come close. And can't touch anything. All right, that's the problem. So now, when we're talking about the th- second category, who had he dovek mada? It is a a, a a coming a bonding of knowledge, unegias hasaga, and touching on some type of comprehension. It's coming close in ideas, so to speak. Okay, something he didn't know about beforehand. But lo, this one says, uh, He says, Either way, it doesn't mean spatially. Omar, for example, let's go to each one. When we're talking about touching uh, something, he davek bamada when we are talking about clinging to some type of intellectual understanding. It says kinaga elashamayim mishpata when Bavel was being judged, Bavel's judgment came to Hashem, meaning to say God had the knowledge of the punishment that was coming to them. Or another one that's not here. Vayiga davar el melech ninve. The thing approach the information approached the king of Ninveh. King of Ninveh found out, and four days going to be destroyed. So that's where we say touching, so to speak, is the touching 
it, it touched to the Shemaim. It, it became aware, so to speak. The information became aware. So that's when it's Naga. Okay? Now, what about Venemer Minak Kriva? When we use Kriva coming close in an intellectual way, Moshe said to the judges, Whatever is too hard for you, bring it to me. So what are they bringing? They bring the case, but there's nothing physically to bring to him. Okay, all right. It's as if he was saying, Make it known to me. Okay. By letting him know what's the, what, the, what the story is. And what does Negisha have to do? When it says, Vayigash Avram Vayomar. This is when Avram has the prophecy about stone. So it says, Avram approached and he said to Hashem. What does it mean approach? You can't approach Hashem. Because what was that whole thing anyway? Remember, whenever Avram's talking to Hashem, under what circumstances is it? Usually. Prophecy. Prophecy. And what? And besides Moshe Rabbeinu, in what physical state is a prophet when he's in a state of prophecy? Sleep. Sleep. He's asleep. He was in a slumber of prophecy, so he was asleep. He couldn't exactly come close to Hashem. It says and 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 Avram approached Hashem. He's dreaming, so he can bring up the subject. He can approach the subject. Can approach Hashem with the subject matter, but he's not coming close, right? So that uh, was meaning that over there, Kamoshi's fire, as it's explained when we get to later on in the Sefer, how the Nevoah comes, so to speak. But there's no physical thing. Or another one, Yan Kiniga Kibduni. Or the Navi criticizes the Jews. He says, the people approach with their mouth with their mouths, but their lips are not honoring me. So does that mean they're approaching me? They may be davening to me, but they're not physically approaching. Okay, very good. So now we see three of them of how the, the how the first three is understood spatially, and the other three are understood intellectually. Now he says something very interesting. We talk about three expressions, right? So now look look what's gonna what's gonna be your question coming up now. Whenever we have an expression of kriva and negisha, asher timtsena shabab esifra hanavua, that you find in the books of the prophets, whether it's bein elokai yisparch or bein nivra minivroim, whether it's uh, going to be speaking about Hashem between him and the creatures that he created, whenever there's this expression and it's a kriva negisha between Hashem and between the creatures that he created, this is all from the last type, the second category. Because Hashem is not physical, as we shall explain later on. I will prove that. Hashem doesn't touch or get close to anything. Or nothing else can come close or touch to him. Because when physicality is gone, there's no place. There's no mass. There's no place. 
Vitibatal kol kriven agio rechiko hatvako his part o moshush o smichus. There can't be any kinds of closeness or touchness or far away or separation that cannot be understood on any of this level with such a being. Okay. Uh, all right. Now, what questions should you have had? We said there were three expressions, right? But look, three, right? But look what he said. Kolosh and kriva onigisha ashetim sana besifre nevubatin hashem creatures. He only lists two. What happened to Nagoa? Why didn't he mention that? Well, that's the Barbanel asked this question. So he answers, guess what? There's no psukim that ever have any reference between Hashem and human beings with the word Nagia, touching. It never is there. To which you can ask the question again, why aren't there any psukim that talk about this? And if there are no psukim that talk about it, so why does he mention Nagia at all? In other words, there are two other expressions of Pegisha and Kariva, there are expressions of that use with God and preachers. So he has to say, don't, don't learn that as physical. But he now is saying, and the, and the one of Pegia, Poga, cannot apply to God. Okay, but he, do, he doesn't say that. He says, there's the th- three ways. There's a physical way of understanding that and an intellectual way of understanding, a perception way. Then he says, but by God, you'll never find, you'll find these two those two are understood perceptually. Why did he mention a third one by God? Because it doesn't have, it's never there. But if it's never there, why does he have to bring up the topic at all? Just don't mention Pegia at all. So, the difference between Korav and Nagash is those two are an expression of a, approximate closeness. I'm coming close, I'm approaching. Noga, Noga means I've touched it. There's no distance anymore. The distance has been closed. And there's nobody who can ever close the distance even from a spiritual point of view. You can, you can get close to God. At that I'm going to explain. You can get close intellectually, but you can't touch God intellectually. That is way beyond that. So and there's where the Sifrit of no. If it's not possible, oh, so what do we see over here? He's saying, he's hinting the fact it's something that's unattainable. And don't think you can ever do it. I Hold on to your question. So it's very interesting. Uh, he gives another interesting idea. It says in when uh, uh, Adam said to uh, Chava, Lo mimeno, don't eat for it, for lo sigubo, and don't touch it. So, so I know, but why is he putting Achila and Nagia together, eating and touching? Because anybody who wants to think that they're going to touch HaKadosh Baruch Hu will make a mistake that's as much as a mistake like Achila, like eating. For example, when it talks about Nadav Naviu and the 70 elders in Parshish Mishpatim, when they were at the mountain, it says they saw Hashem, Right, whatever that means intellectually, but they ate and they drank. Well, by Moshe, it just says, he approached, but nothing else. Nagisha, yes, but not Nagia. 
not touching, because it's not possible. In other words, what they did is they wanted to come as close, real, they wanted to come and touch, and they were trying to break the barriers. If you're gonna try that, you're gonna die. So the main point the Rambam is saying that as much as you want to get close to Hashem, you can get closer and closer and closer, but you're never going to even intellectually touch HaKadosh Baruch. That's the point that he's saying. There's always going to be a limit as how far you go. Yes, Mark? See why, why we use word nega for tzarah. It's your, your, isn't that... No, that's nega. just the name of a... a it's, it's a homonym. Alation. I just I noticed that, but you think it's that God is touching you for punishment. Uh, yeah, I'd have to think about that. Okay. And also, for this one, maybe it's more korban. So what about korban? No, for kriva. Maybe that's... Uh, so you can get close to Hashem. Through a Right? Through a korban. But the whole point is intellectually close. Right? That's what Ramban says. What's the whole point of the korban? You think whatever's happening to the korban should have been happening to me. That's an intellectual closeness that you're feeling to HaKadosh Baruch Not an actual closeness. We say you're going to be close to Hashem. Oh, and that's what's coming up in the next section over here. Uh, where am I up to over here? Oh. So, where are we now? Yes. And I wouldn't even think that you're going to have, a, a, she's stopping, well, you have any doubts about the following sukkim, therefore, where it says, Karov Hashem l'chol karov in Ashrei. Hashem is close to all who call him, who call out to him in truth. So you know what that means. Hashem is close, what intellectually close, so to speak, to all that are close to him. Or kirvas elokim yechbotzum. They they delight with the closeness of Hashem. Or davan amelach kirvas elokim litov. Close Hashem is good. Shelukulam Kravos Mata, they're all closeness in cognition. Kolomar Hasoga Madois, an intellectual comprehension. Lo Krivas Mokum, not a physical connection. Vechain Omer Nother Psukim, Krovi may love. Is there anyone who has a God like that who is close, that they are close to him? Krava Toshma, come close and listen. Or Vinigash Moshe Levadal Hashem. Moshe alone approached Hashem. The Hamlo Yugoshu, and they did not approach Hashem. There's all intellectual closeness that's going on. Now, if you want to say on this last one, Vanigash Moshe, he went to the heart. If you want to make a mistaken ex- explanation here for the masses, Elim Timsa, Tirza Shatasi Mashinur Moshe Vanigash, we want to maybe say when it says Moshe would draw near. It's speaking to a specific place in the mountain. Asher, Shachan or where the light of Hashem dwells. Klomer, Kvod Hashem, not Hashem, but the light, the manifestation. You want to think that's what it means, even though it's not what it means? You could do it, because it's not really giving corporeality to Hashem. It's, you want to say that there's this, uh, uh, you know, uh, honor of Hashem, there's this light or something, this, this incredible light, that, you know, is, is a manifestation of Hashem. Okay, you want to say that? <laughs> it's fine. It doesn't matter. Not, as long as you're not giving corporeality to Hashem. When I say Hashem came close to the holy place. Okay, but that's not what it really means. It really means he's coming close intellectually to Hashem. And therefore, 
אבל החזק בעיקר, but hold on to the main idea. קיין הפרש בין היוס האיש במרכז הארץ, as a matter of a person's in the center of the world, which, you know, metaphorically would be very far away from Hashem, or in the ninth orbit, that's all kind of science stuff, you know, astrological stuff, astronomy that would appear to be higher up and uh, physically closer to Hashem, so to speak. But that, it's no such thing. It doesn't matter. Wherever you are, if you're in space or in the center of the earth, he's not farther, any farther away, and not any closer over there. But the closest Hashem is in comprehension. And distance from Him is the fish based on your foolishness. Now we talk about far and close. There's a large continuum of intellectual comprehension. It can be very far away but you can be very close as well. And another chapters, I will explain more of the deeper levels that can be accomplished, which obviously is going to get to Navua. That's what, this is where this whole thing is taking us to Navua. Now, there's just a, two little interesting things to follow up over here. Okay, I'm going to make it a little bigger. Okay, tell me when you could start seeing it. You can see it. Make it a little bigger. Okay. Oh. You don't need to see the whole thing. This little ditty over here is from, uh, there There was a safer called the Sheer Coma. It's one of this uh, quote-unquote like midrashic texts. And there's a supposed authorship to Rabbi Shmuel, Tana Rabbi Shmuel. And it, the, that whole uh, Kabbalistic work describes Hashem in many physical ways. And the Rambam specifically held it was a forgery. It didn't exist. But there's others, great Kabbalists, who thought it was a proper safer. Okay? So be that as it may, and then there's a commentary of Rav Moshe Cordovero on that Sefer Shir Koma. So obviously he wrote a commentary on it. He felt it was yeah. not a forgery. But many of the Kabbalists felt that that was authentic, while the Rambam wasn't happy with it. So I just want to point out two clauses. We're not going to go through the whole thing, obviously. But there's one verb that the Rambam did not bring that's on the same parallel of Karov, Nigash, and Naga. There's one more. Dovak. Dvekus. What about Dvekus? So he says, when he talks about these things, where he talks about Karov, Naga, Nagash. He says, included is, I'm sure it's Rashi script, Dovak. Dovak. So it's, in other words, it's included in that. Rambam, remember, the Rambam is not giving, uh, um, what do you call it, uh, a, a language course, but it's included in that. But it is interesting. I remember the rabbi said when it says, you should cling to Hashem. So how are you able to cling to Hashem? Hashem is like a fire. How can you cling to him? So the more it means, 
whoever clings to a Talmud Chacham in business or this or that or marries off his daughter to a Talmud Chacham, whatever, that is uh, obviously not talking clinging to Hashem at all, but you're doing the things that bring you close to Hashem in an intellectual way. Whoa. Yeah, okay, we're good. So that's one point. Another point, he says a fascinating thing. I just got to find it here. Uh, he writes, a lot of the stuff he like quotes around, like he's really taking a lot of the Rambam. And I, I'm not going through with you, but he mentions a lot of these ideas that Rambam writes. But then he brings down from another Sefer, he says, Bezula Shiesh Madregas Hasulam. There's a lot of levels on this ladder. Remember, the whole ladder is approaching God. What's the lowest level? Some people who are going up, I mean, I don't think I'm even on the ladder. Okay, but to even get onto the ladder is that what's the lowest level of spirituality? Where a reality becomes formed. Like a person seeing malochim. Yisku Bahush Hagashmi. You can feel that sense a physical feeling of some sight of angels. Now this is beyond my pay grade. But there are certain people and that's the lowest level. The lowest level on the ladder is to have some visions of the Malachim, physical. And he says, You could find this in a shul, a school. Base Medrash or in a base Hamigdash. Umein Zeb Har Sinai, similar to Har Sinai. Okay, so Ubeishtatef al Anyanim Ela. When you combine all these ideas together, Yimsal Adam Kriva Negisha El Tzada Saga. The whole idea is to comprehend through intellectual. But the point that we're saying is, and this is something that the Rambam would probably disagree with. People were taking a lot of people took ideas from the Rambam and took it further than the Rambam probably ever meant it to be. So. It seems that there are those who say, many of the Kabbalists, that, and that's where, like, where do you have this idea of Gilu Yalio? Who's Elio? And there, there are people who say, Elio came to me. So, you want to explain that to me? He came as a human being, looked like a human being. It was Elio and Ali. So that's what we call the lowest level of spirituality. If you manage to see Elio and Ali, so somehow, I don't know what the Raman would do with that, okay? But we see there are concepts like that. Okay, so now in conclusion, we now see how these five chapters go from step to step to step. Chapter 14 talked about an Adam. An Adam has the ability to rise or de- descend, right? Then we talked about Yotzav and Atzav to stand in comprehension of Hashem. Then we talked about the idea of Tzur, that Hashem is not a rock, but he's the source of all sources. And that's where Perakut Zion, where we said that the philosophers made this mistake of uh, thinking the source is uh, physical sources of a source of everything. Science is the source, but not really Hashem is the source. So you got to be careful and be slow. And you have to appreciate we're using all these metaphors. And now in the last chapter, What's he really saying? That yes, we can approach Hashem, and that's part of the idea, getting close. There's something that's intellectually, but one thing's for sure. Even intellectually, you'll never touch Hashem. Whatever, There's no metaphor for touching Hashem intellectually. 
That cannot be. Because if you could touch Hashem intellectually, then you'd be Hashem already. And that cannot be. Okay, so that's a good place to stop it. Okay. Alrighty.